Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, man? This is Taco Tactics Podcast. I am Brown. Daniel to look. This is your main cast double to that H H H trying to live trying to exist trying to stay alive twice. And we do this every Tuesday. If you haven't already, follow us on Twitter, like us on SoundCloud. Facebook, follow us. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram as well. We're trying to get all those things going on. We're everywhere. So everywhere where there's social media, except Tumblr. I don't know if anybody uses Tumblr. We're everywhere in your mom's basements. We're in your cousin's <laughs> hideouts. We're in your grandmom's kitchen. We're everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. Match of the week was the Manchester Derby. I guess we could start there. Yo, is Mourinho getting old? <laughs> no. Basically, um, Daniel, you, you put out a very rude, a rude tweet, and I'm gonna have to take you up on that tweet because I was not very pleased. Mourinho got schooled. Tactically, he got schooled. But I think that um, it's very unfair to now make the leap that because he got schooled in the first half, not the whole game, in that first half, or because he got schooled in that first half, doesn't now mean that oh my gosh, he's now lost his mojo. He's too old. He just got schooled, and he made a, he made a mistake with the lineup. He made a mistake from the moment before before a ball was kicked. That lineup was asking for trouble. My my question, and I haven't done much research. I just put out the tweet, and it felt bad even typing the tweet because I knew what I was doing. And it I even put a little caveat that. that this is is bordering on blasphemy. But I'm doing some research right now because we didn't do this beforehand. So Arsene Wenger is 66, correct? Mm-hmm. And the last time he won the league was when? 2003. Five. It was 2004. Five. Yeah. So that's 12 years ago. So 66 minus 12. Your, your, your math is off. Oh, yeah, because you have to include the year. 2013 is, is 10, 14, 15, 16, 13. Yeah, because you have to include the year. So he was 53 when he last won the league. And how old is Mourinho? 50. I think, yeah, 52, 53, isn't he? Yeah, he's 53. So he's exactly the same age that Wenger was when he won his last title. My question is, are we starting to see cracks in Mourinho's tactical setup compared to younger or at least more forward-thinking managers? 
Let me throw back a question to you. No, 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 Daniel, because you're going, you're going through a very dark tunnel. And I believe what you're doing right now, what you're doing right now as an alleged Chelsea fan is shocking. And Daniel, let me ask you this. Before I answer your question, let me ask you this. Are you honestly going to bank against Jose Mourinho? All logic says that what I'm thinking at this very moment is illogical. That I'm just this is a knee-jerk reaction to the what? past year. Five minutes? No, 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 no. This isn't a knee-jerk reaction to the last, not to the Manchester Derby. It goes back to the beginning of last season for Chelsea. Oh come on, man! Why do you keep? You know, I don't know why people keep bringing that up. That was a freakish occurrence. That wasn't like okay, I'm like Venga. Have you lost your your mojo? Okay, they're not doing so well. No, that was. A freakish occurrence, which was based on a bad preseason. It's a worrying what? trend, Double H. What's happening? I don't know how long it was, but at Porto, he never lost at home. At Chelsea in the first stint, he never lost at home. Inter, he never lost at home. Real Madrid, never lost at home. What is going on that he can't win games at home? He lost five or six games last season at Stanford Bridge. Something's going on with Jose Mourinho, and I okay, can't quite put my finger on it. Let me enlighten you now. All you've said is right, but Daniel, be real with me. Are you honestly telling me that Jose Mourinho would go through his whole managerial career never losing at home? I'm saying that over the past two, three years, it's becoming more likely. Then, that- okay, then let me give you a flip side. Flip side to it is that what he's done with Man United so early is surprising to me. Because I didn't think that they would click in and look as good so quickly. And that is a flip side that people are really, aren't really talking about. Because people will now look at, oh man, Mourinho, has he lost it? Look at how City schooled him. But let's look at the match specifically. Let's, because look, this is called talking tactics. So let's look at the match tactically. You know that you have to counterattack. Pep even said in his press conference that how he's lost Mourinho is how um, his teams have counted him. So you know that the counterattack is what you're going to you, you, you're gonna have to use. I said that last week. And- and he started Lingard and Mkhitaryan. I don't understand why he did and, that. No, no, no. And the thing is that Mkhitaryan is good for the counter-attack, but Mkhitaryan is the guy coming off an injury, so he's not even fully fit. Lingard, I think Lingard is a, is a good player, but for that kind of game and the kind of tactic you're trying to play, it's the wrong move to make. And when Rooney... Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Can love. you tell me why Mourinho is not brave enough to drop Rooney? I actually tweeted this out during the game or just after I I said Mourinho had, uh, I didn't say it exactly like this, but this is paraphrasing. Uh, He had the balls to drop Ashley Cole from his team. He had the balls to drop Frank Lampard from his team. Uh, He elected to choose Thibaut Courtois over Petr Cech. Uh, He got rid of Michael Essien in his last stint at Chelsea. So why is it that he's... You know, for your first man mentioned Schweinsteiger. Did you see the the news that came out today? That he's, he's not even an asset. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's a life. <laughs> that that is deep. <laughs> I, and I think it was United had to write off seven million pounds. <laughs> That's bad. It's, 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 it's disrespectful, actually, because he's probably on resume the best no, no, player no, United let's, have. Let's get back on track. My point was that he had the stones to bench all of these even like world-class or formerly world-class English players and ship them. Lampard went to City. Uh, Ashley Cole went to America or Roma or wherever he went. Um, 
and Wayne Rooney, he's not he he didn't get rid of him to United. He didn't put him on the bench. He's putting him in his team. And I don't understand why Rooney I mean he's he's your captain. Cool. Who cares? But it's glaringly obvious. And oh, uh, I almost forgot. Thank you to Paul, Paula Sorns from United Rand and Police Report for joining us last week. And he he said this point that every solution to United being a good team has Rooney on the bench because that opens a spot for Marcus Rashford. It opens a spot for uh, Ed, for Mata, for Anthony Martial. It's you see that's for me because I've defended Mourinho a lot of times in my point and everything. And for me, because remember during the preseason people were saying us, oh no, is Mourinho going to play in the number ten role? Has he not evolved to be number ten? And Mourinho said no. There's no way that he's going to be a number ten. Never. He'll never be a number 10 for me. And then I was thinking that, okay, something big is going to happen. Because if Mourinho is not going to play him at number 10, he definitely is not going to play him as a striker ahead of Ibrahimovic. You could be seeing Rooney on the bench. But fast forward now, Rooney is playing in the number 10. As in, they're playing pretty much a 4-2-3-1. And with the three behind Ibrahimovic, Rooney is in the middle. For Mourinho, I'm sorry, man. You're supposed to be this tough guy making tough, big, 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 big decisions. And all those names that you mentioned, Rooney's worse than all of those those guys that he, he dropped. A hundred percent. Ashley Cole was the best left back in world football yeah. for a five-year period. Frank Lampard, in my opinion, is the greatest midfielder in Premier League history. The point is, Mourinho, he should look at this team and realize the reason I'm not getting everything from Paul Pogba is because I'm playing him too deep. And he has too much defensive responsibility. The reason people are making fun of uh, Paul Pogba has no goals and three haircuts and, <laughs> and he's worth 90 million pounds and all this madness, you're not getting the most of your players. You need to switch to what I think we said maybe three or four weeks ago is 4-3-3. It's the only thing that makes sense. When um, he was first at Chelsea yes. and, and then yes. Robin came back from his injury, wasn't it a 4-3-3? He won the Champions League with Porto with 4-3-3. He was the first manager. When, when it was all 4-4-2, he was one of the first managers, I should say, to have the 4-4-3, or 4-3-3, excuse me, revolution with the holding midfielder, and you get an extra man in midfield. So it was easier to control the midfield with the 4-3-3. It's why they dominated England, like the early Chelsea teams, because people were still stuck in the kind of Sir Alex Ferguson, 4-4-2, two central midfielders, whereas Chelsea, they had the three in the middle mm. with Makalele, Lampard, Essien, which which then switched to like Balak and all these guys. And then you had Duff, Robin, Drogba, Good Johnson, all these players. And, yeah, that, and you know, so, so on the, on the attack was... There was a lot more life to it, you know? There yes. was a lot, a lot more life to the attack. And this is my point. So I'm so I'm thinking now that kind of football has adjusted to one striker, and although some teams are coming back, if you look at Atletico Madrid mm. or or Leicester City, for instance, who are playing you know two strikers and winning leagues and getting the Champions League finals and whatnot, has has Mourinho's tactics are they becoming old, or maybe not old, but are we starting to see them become stale? In the fact that when when he first got to Chelsea, he had De Bruyne. In the team, he had Romelu Lukaku in the team. He had Juan Mata in the team. And it, it was ironic that the player of the game, Kevin De Bruyne, was a player that Mourinho couldn't use or didn't want to use. And it's almost mm. like the modern game needs a player like 
um, De Bruyne in the free roll or a player like Hazard in the free roll or a player like Ozil in the free roll and you're giving it to Rooney. Let's quickly switch things, man, because let me even get your tip on it. Because, look, I've insulted Pep a lot and everything like that. But tactically, I mean, what did Pep do that really messed up Mourinho? Because, I mean, I've got a few inklings, but from your point of view, what do you think he did that just messed up Mourinho in that first half? I didn't expect, and I don't know if I'm wording this correctly, but I didn't expect Manchester City to be as aggressive, if you know what I mean. I I, I, th- I I thought they were going to be way more casual, not casual, kind of serene on the ball, a, a kind of a thinking game, if you will. And also the key thing as well, I'm like, this is even what you learn in football. When a team is pressing, how do you get chances against them? A team that is pressing. As in, how are you supposed to pass the, the ball? Is that a rhetorical question? I'm just... No, 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 no. That's just a question. How are you supposed to pass the ball if a team is pressing you? Because I have the answer, but let me just see whether you, what, what, what your answer would be. I mean, either you kick it long <laughs> or the first forward pass. Almost right. Well, basically, the key thing is that what my United were doing was that they were passing the ball to, to feet. If you pass the ball to feet against a pressing team, that team is going to hustle up against you and will dispossess you. You have to pass the ball to space. Every single time that United passed the ball to another player, their back was to a City player. So as soon as they got the back to him, Fernandinho or Fernando, boom, got them. A pressing team, and this is what I saw at Bundes Liga, you have to pass the ball to space. You have to give through balls. But because Rooney is such a brick and such a clown with the ball, his passes went astray and kept on picking either the wrong passes or couldn't even execute any of his passes. Ibrahimovic is not fast, so he's not going to be able to run into through balls. And Lingard and Mkhitaryan just didn't have that kind, those kinds of runs to create the the, the the space that's to allow Pogba or oh, my lord Fellini <laughs> to give them the passes. So Daniel, man, look, why didn't he start Rashford? I don't understand. Why didn't he because start Rashford? Because one, one Rashford, his runs will create space that other players can move into. Mm. Secondly, when he has the ball, he he has the potential to beat a man, and you need that kind of I don't know if it's naivety or arrogance or confidence. In your team, and I don't, I don't think Lingard necessarily has that. Mkhitaryan coming up, Mkhitaryan coming off an injury, didn't have that. And Martial, he kind of has that French arrogance, if you will, if you know what I mean, like Anelka yeah. or Thierry Henry. That- started now, because for me, I'm, I'm a big believer in Martial's ability. Like for me, because I, because I think I was, I was talking to like a United fan on Twitter saying that, and they were saying this, oh no, like Martial is not, he's not really that good. This was not a match for me. I said, no, look, man. Because for me, I think, because we were talking about 4-3-3, roll up Martial up in that attack. Don't just isolate him on the wing. Make Martial, basically make Martial like your Robin, you know, or Mourinho. And United can be very devastating, you know. This game was a perfect example why I thought that Mourinho wanted to buy Conte because it came out that Conte rejected United because he had already talked to Antonio Conte from Chelsea. And if you put Conte in there, he's he works as the 4-3-3. He's Makaleli reincarnate. Because um, you need a basically in, in a 4-3-3, in that three midfield, you need a Conte. Because remember, hmm. you need to be having one less man than a team playing maybe like a, a 4-4-2 or 4-2 something, something. So in that 4-3-3, that your Makaleli or your Conte you basically you need that kind of player, which makes exactly. it exactly, and it it can't be Marouane Fellaini 
And you can't ask Paul Pogba to sit in front of a back four. Pogba is a box to box. Yeah, Pogba is essentially uh, he, he's a version. If if you want to translate it to Mourinho's old Chelsea teams, the, he's the Frank Lampard of the team. He should be getting in the box late, making intelligent runs, and finding places in space to either score goals or assist. It's what he did well at Juventus, I thought. Yeah. And even for the French team, we saw that that is meant to be his role, not staying behind the back four and protecting. He had a horrible Euros because Deschamps tried to do the same thing. What Deschamps is doing with Pogba is what Mourinho is doing with Pogba right now. Mm. <laughs> that, that was my next point. Thank you. But go ahead. Take it further. <laughs> no, no, no. As in basically, like, when you look at what Allegri did with Pogba at Juventus, He's deep at one point, but literally he's on the wing, he's up front, but Allegri, you can see Allegri has told them, look, man, Vidal has this on lock. Push up, push up, get involved. And because Juventus are such a team team, and when Italians do tactics, everybody has to chip in, it allows Pogba to really go up and do his thing. Obviously, granted, Pogba has sort of done that in some United games, but in this game in particular, because of City's tactics, they didn't allow him to go like that. But the key thing, the key he, thing is Fellaini. Fellaini has looked okay against Hull City, but that game showed you that, mate, Mourinho, man, you can't use Fellaini for a whole season. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I, I tweeted out, I said, Mourinho trying to turn Marouane Fellaini into 2014-2015 Nemanja Matic is actually hilarious. Like, yeah. <laughs> what he's trying to do with Fellaini, like, I don't know. Nah. He's the only one who can see it. It's, it's not going to work. It, it, it doesn't but, work, man. It doesn't work. I solved... I was just yeah, I that. I just solved this conundrum. What you do is you pair Bayi with Smalling, and you play Blind in the holding role. That's how you get away with it. See, see, the thing with Blind is that he can play anywhere. If you tell him to do something, he should be able to do it. Oh, that's true. All because you can play anywhere. This is almost like what's it called? A jack of all trades, a master of none. Listen, like, listen, 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 listen. Maybe, maybe he, he, he can't play there, but... You what is Fellaini? If you're going to call uh, Blind a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, what is Fellaini? A dustbin. I'm saying, this, yeah. that's, that is the solution. But I don't know if Marina would want to break up the Bay blind partnership. I would. Um, oh, no, 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 for me, but... but who, who made the mistake for the first goal? Don't put him at centre-back. Have two centre-backs behind him. That's the thing, because Blind was at fault for the first goal, and I think Blind was the guy who kept Kelechi onside in the second goal. He's not a centre-back. I've been trying to say this. I don't know why Manchester United is yeah, so yeah, like... Yay, Blind, bye. Like, nah, he's not a natural centre-back. When he first got there, I think he was left-back. So... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I think, you know, Mourinho, yeah, man. That's... Because for me, the key thing... If I'm having two central defenders, my two central defenders are purebred through and through central central defender. Where this is your first natural position, so mm. I cannot have a guy in central defense where that is a secondary position because that's one of the most important positions in the world. In your central to defender, so because it's such a hard role to play that you need a guy who knows that thing like back of his head, you know. So, so are we gonna let Manchester United rest? <laughs> Oh, yes, please. Look, look. Credit to City. I mean, they played well. Um, man, look, my, you know what? I'm still sticking with Chelsea. But Manchester City are looking pretty tasty. And, and, and this is without this is without Leroy Sane, without Ilkay Gunogan. Gunogan hasn't had a minute. I don't think, has I, don't think I don't think he's played. Sa- Sane, Sane looked good, I thought. But, but, but what about this, though? 
Pep has never had to play without a winter break. Mm, Could be, but but his squad has his squad has, and he has like guys like Mikel Arteta on his bench or in his coaching staff who should be able to you know kind of explain how it works. Is it Pep like a slave driver? In that way, where he's like very well, demanding. I wouldn't have used that controversial term, but if we're I will cut that out because as soon as I said it, it didn't feel right. Um, is is it? <laughs> Pep... <laughs> I said it, and I was like, no, Daniel. <laughs> like, no. no, 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 no. Keep it uh, in and don't edit it out. Okay, look, this is on on censored, man. So okay, okay, but, okay. Is is uh, what what I meant to say was Mark. is it Pep a demanding manager? Thing with Pep is that you see, this is which is what I'm saying is that he pushes his guys a lot. I've played football before. If your manager tells you to press, that is very tiring for a midfielder because midfield is already tiring enough as it is. So if you've been told that without the ball, I've got to press, 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 and harass players, that is a very tiring thing, thing to do. So to now expect to do that without a winter break, we know that by the time you get to December, January, February, injuries, wear and tear comes through, that could be an an Effects because remember, look in that same match, second half, City got a bit tired, and that's when United actually came into it because because and every single match Pep has, whether it's Barcelona or Bayern, they always tire in the second half. He has a lot of squad depth though. I mean, Company hasn't played, Gundogan hasn't played, Yaya Toure hasn't played. Yaya Toure yeah. isn't in his. Yeah, Yaya Toure, the, the guy is gone, man. I'm just saying their options. Delph hasn't got a minute, I don't think. What? Who? I'm. These are just squad Delph, options. Did you just you just mention Delph? I'm not saying play him versus Barcelona in the Champions League. Okay, I'm oh, just saying that's that's serious. Man. Okay, no, but, but look, let's see. As a right now, Man City and, and Chelsea, I think the, 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 I'm looking at, at those two guys. I'm still sticking with Chelsea. I'm still sticking with Chelsea, but City are definitely. Um, so, so surprising me, man. So, but it's early, man. It's 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 early. It's early. It's very early. So, uh, anything else you wanted to get off your chest? Oh no, I am coolio. What's next on the agenda? Agenda? Uh, you made it up. Oh yeah. Um, let me Balotelli. <laughs> two, yo, two goals. Yo, Mario, man. Two goals, man. I'm happy two for him. Goals. And also, did you hear what he said about Liverpool? The worst decision that he ever made in his life. Yep. I agree. Well, I don't know. Like setting fireworks in your house was dumb. Driving into the women's prison, quote, to see what it looked like, unquote, was pretty stupid. Hey, what's wrong with that? Come on, man. Like, I mean, like, I, 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 well, yeah, I'd like to see what a woman's prison looks like. See, see if, if it's, you know. Do you not have Netflix? Can't you just watch Orange is the New Black? Oh, please, man. That's, that's, it's, it's fake, man. That's, that's, that's it. This is a crap bubblegum TV show, man. You know um, what? You know what? I, I watched the first two or three seasons and then somebody got ran over by a van and I was like, you know what? I'm not watching this anymore. I, I couldn't get past the, the, the second ep- episode, so... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it is? I contend that binge watching is the modern form of novel reading. And, yeah, it is. Yeah. 2016. Yeah, so in college, I, I took an English degree. This is going way off topic, but fuck it. Uh, in college, I took an English degree, and your your uh, professors they'll give you like books to read, mm. and I think people like the book because the teacher made them read the whole book. I never read the whole book. I'm outing myself here. I would just mm. look up Spark Notes and Google or whatever. But I think people will binge watch television shows 
not necessarily like it, but because they spent so much time binge-watching the show and dedicated mm. all this time to watching a show, three seasons, four seasons, five yeah, seasons, yeah, 20 yeah, episodes, how it ends, yeah. you're almost forced to say that you like it, which perpetuates shitty TV. No, and, it's, and, it, and it's just like people with these books. Like Ulysses by James Joyce is like a thousand, three thousand pages long. Nobody likes that shit, or you shouldn't. But people like it because they spent so much time reading it that you almost have to say you like it. In my view, like Sons of Anarchy, man, I spent a lot of time watching that thing, and I and I didn't like how it ended. Huge fan of the the, the show, but what's it called? Things were like seven seasons, but I didn't like how it ended. Same thing with uh, Boardwalk Empire. Good ending, but I didn't like the final season. So. Mm. Are, are there any good shows that you'd like the ending that are like popular, like Breaking Bad or? Um, probably, I think the only one I can think of where it was actually a generally good ending was probably The Wire. That was a crazy ending where Marlo I didn't like the ending of, of Sopranos. Breaking Bad, I just thought the ending was, eh, I didn't like how it was tied, it was tied in together. See, the only I didn't think of that I liked of a season that I've watched fully was yeah, probably The Wire. The wire, like, is just, the wire is just like the best piece of television it's the best. Like, to me, like, ever made. Best so. Favorites, Quantum Leap, 24, just if you like Empire, if you really want to be personal, but objectively speaking... You like Empire? Speaking, objective, The Wire. <laughs> no, you, you don't get any arguments from, from me on The Wire. Like, that's probably one of my favorite. I watched... The, see, that's something that I watched in like like a week or two weeks. It's fantastic television. Yeah, amazing, um, amazing. Yeah. So what? <laughs> Jesus. Balotelli. <laughs> we were talking about Balotelli. Yeah. Uh, yo, man, two goals, and we said last week going to Nice could be the best thing that ever happened to him. I mean, and I, I, I think also, it might you be. actually tweeted something interesting because you said that some people would be hating that it's League One. Ah, uh, yeah. I said um, some. Oh, well, he scored two goals. And I saw a couple of tweets on the timeline like, yeah, but it's it's league. Uh, it doesn't really count. And I'm like, well, aren't you guys the same people that rate Lacazette or that say Zlatan was world class because he scored 2,000 oh, yeah. goals in three years at PSG? It's the same league. You can't have it both ways. You can't say yeah. Balotelli scores so they don't count and Lacazette scores and they do count. can't have it both ways. And it's Chelsea fans too. You rate Bastion You lit up Marseille for the past two years. Like, you can't have it both ways. Granted, one was a penalty, but he's the, one of the best penalty takers, if not the best penalty taker in world no, football. No, no, he, he is, so, he's, he's the best. Yeah, he's the best. And, I mean, for me, like, I think, look, it's because I didn't think that he'd even score, but the fact that's, yeah, okay, the penalty, but also the header as well. Mm. Like, let's see how let, let's see how, how, how it goes, you know, but I am hoping that, actually, Nice, nice are not in the Champions League. They're in the, I think, in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. They, if they finish fourth last season, France only has three Champions League spots. So they have to, no, no. I thought, I thought they have. You no, know, so they have two automatic and one playoff. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, so, so Nice yeah. are in Europa League. To be fair, I think Nice are top of the table in France now. I think they have ten points because yeah, I don't know I mean, what's going on with PSG. You know that's actually our next topic. Was it? Yeah. Segway. 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 People say segway. I mean. PSG, like, okay, there's basically, you know what, the, 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 the good thing about this is this is that it actually means that the French League, I mean, I actually now start watching the, the French League now because maybe it's going to be exciting now 
That's a good point. But my thing is that, you know, um, you... Cream rises, Double H, and I can hear you typing up to look at the table. My thing is that nobody should even dare have the audacity to now say, oh, well, this proves that Blanc, that's, you know, why are we insulting Blanc? This proves that Blanc is a better coach. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's saying that? I'm just putting that out there. Oh, as like okay, an okay. Like, like a warning. Okay. Because there are many elements. No, no Ibrahimovic. Cavani is a brick. Um, this is a new coach, new tactics, new elements. And for me, I feel that who cares about the league? This is about the Champions League. Emery was brought in to win the Champions League. Those owners, I, I, I think they'd be all right if PSG came third or second, but they won the Champions League. I think they'd be fine with that. My thing is that I think they're just struggling because because I was, I was watching um, this like for, for football show earlier and the people were right. This is not his team. The way that Sevilla play is very different from how these PSG players are like guys like Thiago, Mota, Matuidi. These kinds of players are not the kinds of players that um, Emery would necessarily buy or fit into his team. So, so it's going to take time. It's yeah. going to it's going to take time. I mean, for, I mean, it's going to take time. What, what what do we have here? Two wins, one draw, one loss. Yeah, man, look, man, see, I mean, look, man, it'll take time. How many points do you think they'll win the league by then? PSG. Yeah. If they won by what, twenty nine or thirty last season? What if what if I I don't think they'll win the league? Who do you think's gonna win the league? Monaco. <laughs> Look, man, Mon- basically, if Balotelli pops off Stop and it. the way Monaco are playing, Monaco and, and Nice could do something. They'll get you Champions know? League. They could no. So basically, <laughs> I'm not convinced that PSG. Because for me, you know, it's exactly the same thing with Ancelotti and Bayern. I don't think Bayern will win the Bundesliga, but I think Bayern could win the, the Champions League. I don't think PSG will win this French League, but I think PSG could maybe get to the semis of the Champions League. That's not good enough. Oh, who cares? Blanc, how many seasons did he have? They didn't, they didn't sniff a semi. But remember, I said that at least the semis. I didn't say the semis and they lose. I said at least the semis and who knows? Maybe they could get to the final. Mm. But I don't think that PSG will, will, will win the league. That's I've, that's got, I've got PSG by double digits. I've got what? PSG by double digits. They're going to double win digits. Wow! Ten, at least ten points with a new coach, new tactics, new psychology. Listen, uh, I don't know. How, there's 20 teams in France, which means there's probably 400 players. In, I don't know how many of those teams got new players over the last, you know, summer transfer window, but it's still league. Uh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, just so. There's a, there's a team with zero points. They've lost all four of their games. Lorient. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have to say that. What's, what's their goal difference? <laughs> Minus eight. That's not, that's not too bad. You know, that, that's, that's not... <laughs> I, I saw a team with like negative 53 goal difference in like one of the smaller leagues. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You did eight games and you're down by 53. Like, so, uh, speaking of PSG, uh, I believe they play Arsenal tomorrow. But, oh, but when, someone wants to segue into some Champions League, man. But, um, but, 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 by the time people hear this, most people will probably listen to this after the game's finished. Mm. So, what do you think is going to happen? And I get. PSG Arsenal, that's the game of the week, right? I mean, the Chelsea no, played no, Liverpool no. on Friday, but Juventus Sevilla, man, that's the game of the week, man. Psst, stop it. 
Wait, wait, why not? Juve against Sevilla. Sevilla with San, with San Paoli and the way that they've been, they've been playing. That is the game of the week, bro. <laughs> you think? 100%. Wait, so, so okay, why? So, Arsenal, PSG, Arsenal? Arsenal. I would Lucas rather watch Taylor. Arsenal, PSG, personally, or Chelsea, Liverpool, but I'm biased, so I don't count that. Oh, no, no, basically, I, 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 I think the game for tomorrow or the game of, of, of the week. The, the, game, the week, like the, the game from Sunday to Saturday, like like the game we're going to predict. Speaking of, none of us got any points last week. Yep, we all flopped. Yeah. I had a slight uh, worry that Paul was going to be right because I think he predicted 3-2. And I was like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. United could score two goals here and <laughs> he looks stupid. <laughs> but uh, that didn't happen. So I was, I was kind of relieved. Uh so yeah, I would say PSG Arsenal, but if you want to go I like you haven't picked one yet. So if you want to go Juventus Sevilla, I can definitely see that. So right, I mean, no, 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 look, I mean PSG Arsenal I'm thinking I'm thinking like cuz I'm thinking a 1-0 to PSG. Mm. You know, I'm thinking a 1-0 to PSG like I can see 1-0 PSG, but if they play Giroud, oh. I I could see a 1-1. But yeah, yeah, potentially, potentially, potentially. What is your prediction then? I mean, how do you think the match will go PSG-Arsenal? I haven't watched enough PSG to know uh, exactly what's going to happen. I mean, I got a brief glimpse of um, Lucas Perez for Arsenal. He didn't look too fantastic. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know the, the guy was, 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 was in the pitch, man. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just gut feeling. French champions versus Premier League second place draw or a PSG win based on their on their speed and the way that they play. I think Arsenal can actually give them some trouble, but I just still think that this Arsenal team, you know, Arsenal can just go and just win, but because they're so weird and inconsistent, they could w- beat PSG and <laughs> go and lose to Basel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what these Arsenal guys can, can, can do. So yeah. I don't understand okay. Arsenal half the time. <laughs> um, Yo, and, okay. uh, <laughs> what? Lukaku scored a hat trick in eleven minutes today. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Look, man, our fellow <laughs> brethren, uh, Ronald Koeman is isn't joking about man. Yo, uh, I I didn't realize it was eleven minutes. That's why I was laughing. But uh, apparently, oh. apparently, Lukaku, you should have scored like six or seven. He hit the no, bar once. Don't, don't be, don't be greedy. That's that's that, 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 that's what my mom always told me. Don't be greedy. Be be thankful. All right. So questions. All right. First question. Um, why do you overrate bold Dutch wingers who play for Bayern? Um, <laughs> no, okay, okay. Very simple answer. No, I don't. Because that said, bold Dutch winger is one of the best players of his generation. Next question. <laughs> Um, That's insane. What is your starting eleven for Bayern when everyone is fit? I fear your boy Robin will be a bench warmer. F- big fan of the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, merci beaucoup. All right. So Neuer and goal, Hummels, Boateng, centre back partnership. Mm. Fullbacks, Lam right back. You're going to put Alaba left back or are you going to save him for central midfield? No way. Alaba left back. All right. CDM? Vidal. Vidal, 100%. Alonso or Martinez? 
It's a good question. As Shay to Alonso. I'm I'm going with Martinez. But there's an argument to be had on both sides. I think Martinez can give you a bit more defensive stability. Because I, I think Alonso is just old, man. I think he's getting a bit old. Where's Martinez? Yeah. Just has the legs. Yeah. Uh, so 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 are you doing four two three one or four two one two one two? That was a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> four two one two one two. Uh, why don't we just do? Is, is it does Ancelotti do four three three? Well, you know, I mean, you know what? I've watched like highlights in a one one full match. Well, I, I think I think it is a four two two one one. I think he has Muller just behind Lewandowski. Okay, so we need the other two in midfield, I suppose, which is what Robin and Costa, or or is is he playing Sanchez? Well, I, well, he he played Sanchez um, in the first half against Schalke in the last game, but I think. Um, so Robin and Douglas Costa would be yeah the yeah Robin, Robin Douglas Costa on and both of those wings Muller behind Lewandowski yo it's, what's what's up with Ribery is he just old now no no he's playing man he's the guy's I think like, he played the first game like mm. you know what you know what Bayern squad I still think is is, is the best squad out there <laughs> worldwide yes top I think, to I bottom think... top, yo top to bottom I think so no, Bayern, I think because it. like just Thinking of these names and trying to make the eleven, man. Their depth. Some guys crazy. you're leaving on the bench are like starters. <laughs> they have what uh, Alcantara as well. Thiago Alcantara is in there. Kimmich, very good versatile player as well. They could sell Mario Gota and be fine. It literally is like if they they sold dust, man. So look, all those guys. That's what you call an embarrassment of riches, man. Believe that. Yo, I'm trying to look up uh, players. So who haven't we mentioned? Rafinha didn't get a mention. Coleman, 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 yeah, good. Rafinha, trash, complete trash. And yeah, that's about it. But yeah, their squad depth is pretty insane, especially. And that's that's why I don't understand this whole like Premier League is the best league. No, Premier League is the most entertaining. It's 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 yeah. not the, the best. It's not the best. Like the best league, if you is La, uh, La Liga. Just in terms of just the technical art of um, football, for me, I think that it's between that and for me, Syria is still pretty nice, man. I'm forgetting the word that I use: technical, La Liga, tactical, Syria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. tenacious, or uh, there's another word that I have in my head that ends in like it starts with T, ends in Y, but I'm forgetting it. Uh, that's the Premier League. So if you if if you want tactics, you go Italy. If you want technical, you go Spain. If you want to be entertained, you go to England. No, no, no. You know what I say? I say if you want entertaining, good football, Bundesliga. Entertaining Premiership, like an entertaining, good football played in a in a right good way that is entertaining, Bundesliga. Entertainment Premiership. <laughs> so. I'm not sure that Premiership is like good for football necessarily, you know. It, but it's bloody good to watch. It's bloody entertaining to watch. So, how would you describe the French league then? <laughs> Seriously, just seeing a few matches. I think French league is like standard football. Pretty like some. If, sometimes you'll see some very nice things, some very good things. But overall, yeah, it's all right. It's pretty good. You it's know, like it's, it's it's like a worse German league in my opinion. Not as technical, if you know what I mean. Even watching a few games, it's just like a lot of four four twos, wing play, very standard European football, you know. Mm. So, did you know that N'Golo Kante 
was in the third division of French football three years ago. Third division? I, I, I didn't know it was in the third the division. The third division of French oh, football. Wait, wasn't that Maris that was in the third division? I think he was in La Havre. I don't know what division that's Le Havre. in. Le Havre. Um, is it not La Havre, but La Havre? No, no, no. It's a Le Havre. Basically, the H is silent, so it's Le Havre. La Havre. Ah, interesting. I, I know enough French to get by, but I read most of the French. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, because what's it called? I lived in Geneva for like two years, so... You've got it down? Eh, so, sort of. I mean, like, I can sort of get by-ish. Yo, uh, so if, if you were to watch a French television show, would you need subtitles? Um, I'd be able to get a very basic gist of what they're saying. Me but... too, but like, I, I, I can watch a French TV show and know what they're saying enough, but I need mm -hmm. the subtitles at the bottom in English. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's, I think... it's very annoying actually, because it's like I've studied enough, but I haven't studied enough. Mm. Which is, it's almost like a slap in my face. Like you were too stupid to catch on to this. So here's the subtitles. <laughs> and and it's it's almost funny because like you can notice when like the subtitles are out of order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or when something's wrong. When when they just say some random stuff that doesn't relate to actually what the people are actually saying. But I still need them. So. I can't shit on him too much. Uh, any other questions? Oh, we, uh, the, the referee question, which I thought was a really good oh, question. Actually, okay, well, one... So, we, so basically, last two questions. So, before the referee one, from Anan, AM, what do you think are the chances of Juventus winning the Champions League this season? Uh, you want to do this as like a pie? As a pie chart? If there's 100% in the pie, I'd probably um, say... No, 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 no. no. Just, just bear with me. Uh... Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Bayern Munich, they take up at least 80% of the pie, in my opinion. Okay. So that leaves 20% for every other team to fight for. So that's PSG, that's Manchester City, that's Juventus, maybe Atletico Madrid fits in there. Uh, does Dortmund get in there in that kind of secondary group? Uh, I mean, let me... Give me, give me a few weeks, because I mean they they lost it in their last game. So let me just give me a few weeks mm. before I decide on that man. So yeah, maybe five percent chance, ten percent. Whoa! What? The... Are you crazy? What? No, 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 no. 5%. What kind of pie charts is this that they are doing? But I think <laughs> these maths, it works. I, I'm giving them. No, 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 one, no, no, no I'm no, giving no, them no, one fourth no, of I, the other percentage. I don't know what kind of pie charts mathematics you're using, man, but like it's it's, it's negative, man. It's ten percent chance, maybe five. five hearts. But look, I already nice, gave bro. I gave eighty percent to Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, and Barcelona. So that's no, 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 no. that's twenty percent. This is how my last works. Everybody gets a percentage so, out of a hundred. So this means you yes. have a pie that's like the size of Earth. Yes. Yes. So for you, for no, 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 no. You have thirty-two pies the size of Earth. Yes. Or, or so for so for Bayern, their percentage, I'm putting them like eighty something percent, eighty-three percent. Barcelona, seventy-six percent. Real Madrid, eighty percent. Juventus. <laughs> that doesn't work. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Juventus, I'm, I'm going to say 72%. 72% chance for you. You can't, you can't have, if there's a 100% chance to win the, the Champions League, you can't say uh, Bayern Munich no, no, 80%. No, no, I'm making the rules up. Okay, I was crap at maths in, in school. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do good. I spent my time playing 
for football and placing yeah. around at the back of the class. I was crap at man. So look, Fine. okay, Juventus's chances to win the league. Can we say that they're the best team that's not in the top three? Yes. So whatever percentage you guys want to create in your head, however you do pie charts. That's and, the answer. And Pogba left a Champions League team for a Europa League team. Yes, he did that. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Referee question. Last question. What was the wording exactly, Double H? Following the referee inconsistencies across the Premier League so far, is it time we visit the TV officials? I believe this is to do with the... Okay, look, I didn't think it was a foul. Leroy Fair on um, Cahill. So, sue me. Oh, 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 of course it was a foul. No, I, I He I was kicked was twice. Look, for me, in my view, is that, okay, look, if you're a defender, you're so close to goal, you best believe that you've got to be a lot... If you've got to hustle a lot more to make sure you do not lose that ball. I'm sorry. Because you cannot take the chance of somebody hustling on you. Because, again, you look at that thing, yes, of course... Te- technically, you can get that as a foul, but it could also very easily not because it's not a clear cut. He's gone in with, with, with two legs because the referee could have seen it that, oh, he was he, he pressurized you and he basically slipped. So for Cahill as a defender, you've got to be stronger mm. and get rid of that ball and recycle it quicker because you, you don't want to give the referee a chance to view it on the other side of thinking, oh, this is just good pressure by the striker. Don't allow him. That's an opportunity, but well, as far as this question I, I, goes, I don't think so. It's it's what makes football sweet. No, it, it's what makes football frustrating. Okay, oh, wait, 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 wait. So, Danley, you want us to now stop for three hours so we bring <laughs> in some video footage, like listen, like the listen, NFL. Listen, listen, I don't care how much time it takes as long as it's the right call. Personally, personally, I don't care. I I don't it's care. It's not as easy as that. It is not as easy as that. No, 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 no. Yes, it because is. No, no, no. Let me explain why. Once you do that, you change the dynamic of football. It's it's no longer a unique, free-flowing game. Because remember... <laughs> I take that like, oh, disagree with this. Go ahead. Rugby, NFL, they all have this thing where like, okay, let's basically relax, have a baby, give birth, have, grow a family, grow a farm, you know, rule a kingdom while we wait for them to make this decision. Explain stoppage time then, or injury time. If, if, if the decision takes a minute, you just add the time on. It's very simple. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's, not, it's, not, it's not about that. It's about... And, there, and, and also, there aren't that many decisions like this to make in one match. But if there are, why not? If there's an offside decision that nobody's sure about, look at the video. It's not fair that I have at my home, on my oh. sofa, looking at my LG television... That, I, that, that, that I have uh, seven slow-motion HD replays to look at instantly, and the referee's out here just, like, scratching his head, like, I don't know, I didn't see it. Did you see okay, it? So no, I, I didn't see it right. Like, it wait, doesn't wait, make wait, any wait, sense. Wait, so how, so how would this work? Would it be like tennis? I, every manager has three calls that they can make, or every single offside thing has to be video re- replayed? Or every manager says, okay, and I have three, um, what's it called? Three things I can use that if I feel something, I want to use something on the, on, the, on the video replay, I can say, yo, assistant, I want that to be on the video replay, but I only get three per match. Double H, what happens when a player is ruled offside? Just as a basic function, if, let's just take today's game, if mm-hmm. Romelu Lukaku 
runs past the last defender a bit too early and the ball is played to him, what happens? Yeah, it's it's ruled as, as, as offside. No, 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 no. What happens? I won't labor the point. If a player passes the ball to an offside player, yeah. uh, the new rules of football, it used to be just if he's offside, he's offside. The player has to touch the ball now, and then he's flagged offside. The play stops. You go back to where he was ruled offside. You put the ball down, and the team that wasn't offside then restarts the game or starts the game. In that time, that's always taking at least 10 seconds for the ball to get back to where the original infringement was. How come you can't have a monitor with the fourth? What is the fourth official doing? How come he can't have a monitor getting the same replays that everybody else in the stadium gets? And if it was ruled offside incorrectly, then at least the team gets the ball back. If it takes 10 seconds, I'm on board. I 100% don't want to destroy the fabric of football in that you stop every 30 seconds for, yo, uh, a whistle's blown. All the referees get together, you huddle, the players go to their benches, they're drinking Lucasade or Gatorade or whatever. Like, I'm against that. Like, that's doing too much. But I'm not against somebody looking at a monitor and seeing, yo, Diego Costa just slapped Laurent Koscielny in the face. You might want to get rid of him. Like, when you have big screen TVs everywhere, and I can see that, yo, Costa smacked him. Why is he still on the pitch? You know, it doesn't make any sense. If it's clear, if you can delineate it in quick time, maybe offside is a bad decision or or a bad uh, call to make. But if there's a clear foul or a handball in the box and it's clear that there was intent, I don't see why why you can't go to a monitor or why an official can't. You know, they have – it's kind of like walkie-talkies or whatever they have in their ear. How come... A, oh, yeah, yeah, like those, those Bluetooth headsets. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. How come if, they just can't be like, yo, that was a handball? Like, instantly. No, but Daniel, if it's going to take 10... That's a key thing. It doesn't have to take 10 seconds. It could take five seconds. It could be like, hey, you, you, there's an incident behind you that uh, that the linesman didn't see, that the, that the match official didn't see, but I can see it here on the monitor because Sky Sports or NBC is replaying it seven times in slow motion HD. It's, it's, no, 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 it's, it should be very simple. And I don't understand. Been, if it is no less than 10 seconds, I am on board 100%. Simple as that. Like, uh, I, I mean, fully pers- personally, I don't, I don't care how long it takes as long as the decision is correct. Oh, no, 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 no. But I do. But I can, I can see how other people would care about the kind of sanctity and purity of football in that way. So I, so I can concede the point and say, fine, I'm on board with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, mm. I'm comfortable. Like, I don't – like, if it takes a minute or two to decide, hey, who, who were the guilty parties? Was there more than one player in this altercation? Was there a stamp? Was there a slap? Was there a punch? Did somebody spit? Was there a bite? Like, there's no way that uh, Luis Suarez should be able to stay on the pitch after he bites Ivanovic when 200 million people around the world have seen him take a chunk out of his arm. And then he, I think he laid off an assist to Daniel Sturridge in that same game. So he resulted the game after he bit him. A- a- am I right or wrong? Or did Luis Suarez stay on the pitch after he bit Chiellini? I, 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 he, he wasn't red carded. So he stayed on the pitch. Why? And this is the World Cup. This is billions of people watching this. And you well, can't tell like, me, and, and, and you can tell me the guy on the sideline who's just holding up a board that has Hugh Blow or what's what's the new one? Tag Hewer. What is he doing? That good. That good. That good. Stop with these pronunciations. 
I'm just... <laughs> Look, man, I was supposed to pronounce it Tagger. It looks like Tag Hewer to me. Yeah, well. Hewer. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense, personally. Like, if, if you're going to spit... Like, you remember when um, Papa Dembasise for Newcastle spit on Johnny Evans? Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. What? Why are you still in the pitch? And then you retroactively say, oh, he's banned for six matches, 12 matches. But, like, get him out now. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's like that's Aguero elbow on Reed. Get him out now. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, and, and this and this could go both ways. When we, we fully integrate robots into our society, like in the Matrix and everything, <laughs> we probably have, like, robotic referees who in, a, in an instant they'll say, boom, offside, boom. A violent play in an instant. So we're about 20 years away from having robotic referees refereeing these matches, you know. Where uh, literally it is pinpoints instant reactions, you know. I'm pro-correct decision. And that is my kind of stance on this. That anything that helps facilitate the correct decision or at least the moral decision or the common sense decision for that matter, I support that. So if there's something that can help people or referees who are human who are prone to error, get a bit more security in their job. See, I, I wouldn't understand why a referee wouldn't want the help. Because everybody... Do you remember when uh, Andre Mariner sent off the wrong man? Because he thought Theo Walcott was Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Because thought he's Oxlade-Chamberlain racist. Because he's racist. Yeah, it was just like, yo, they're both relatively the same shade. I don't know who did the handball. So I'm because all y'all like, have to pick one. All y'all look alike, man. So yeah, and it's and it was like hashtag Mariner vision. But <laughs> but look, you you have you have to think, he has linemen there as well, who should be kind of looking at the look, play. Those, those officials behind the goal are the most useless human <laughs> beings on the planet. Literally, I'm like you know those guys. You you literally you're getting paid to do nothing. <laughs> I've seen these guys look straight at a foul and they do nothing. I mean, just I was just thinking of like incidents that we had, but could you imagine, like in the nineteen what was it nineteen eighty six World Cup where mm. Maradona scored the hand of God? Could yeah. you imagine if there, like everybody in the world was watching that match? Yeah. And could you imagine if the referee had the monitor and was like, Nah, Diego, he used his hand, bro, <laughs> and well, that gets called back. That changes the that that changes. No, 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 no. If if he did that, would not have the hand of God. Which is such an amazing story. So there's a that, flip side. Yes, but that would be the correct decision, though. Yeah, but sometimes it's not about the correct decision. Sometimes it's about it's about the the better story. And hand of God is a much better story than the correct decision. You know? It's so. cheating, though, isn't it? Like I, I don't want to perpetuate like snitch culture or like it's always great to tell on people. <laughs> And do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not for that, but I'm just saying, like, if people are going to bet their hard-earned money on a game, or if I'm going to take my time out to support my team, and sometimes it might go for me, sometimes it might go against me, but I want the right decision. You know what I mean? So uh, it's not something like, oh, he did it, let's tattletale on this guy, and he's punched him. Like, I, if, if Diego Costa can get away with, like, elbowing somebody in the ribs, cool. Like, do, do you. Like, if you're clever enough to get away with it, do you. But if it's so blatant that everybody can see it, I don't see a problem with a monitor being had, personally. Lastly, I was just going to say, we're not going to be able to sort out a fourth official monitor on talking tactics in 20 minutes. But I'm just saying, it could be better. Like, the system we have now has flaws. 
that, I want, that, that a monitor I want, would yeah, fix. I want artificial intelligence. That's 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 the only way ahead. Humans I'm... suck. <laughs> See, like personally, I don't understand why the lines on the pitch, why they aren't digital, so that way we know if the whole with if all of the ball has crossed all of the line. Like, how come there's not technology there to help out the referees? You know, I don't understand because that. People want because if you have the technology, that that means there's. Nobody will care about the referees. The reason why we care about these referees is when they make the bad decisions so they can have their moments in the sun. But if they you not have a robots and people to help them, then nobody will care about these referees. Nobody will even want to interview them. Just, They'd be irrelevant. Just, I'm just thinking of all these examples. But do you remember uh, when Chelsea played Barcelona in 2009 in the Champions League? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Five calls that should have been penalties that weren't. The most blatant of which... and. I, we're gonna have to talk about this match one time because this is the most frustrated I think I've ever been. Hey, I brought, no, no, no one else. This, this is not a Chelsea podcast. This is talking tax. We can talk the tactics I thought out. I thought of to get in that dude's house. Listen, uh, when Michael Ballack shot that, sh- uh, yeah, of course, yeah, I was gonna say he shot the shot, <laughs> but <Wow>. but but <laughs> and, you, and you call yourself a, a, a writer, so please carry. carry. <laughs> That's why I stopped myself. Uh, when Michael Ballack. <laughs> Proceeded to take his shot on target, and it struck Samuel Eto in his arm in the mm. box after the PK incident with Nicholas Anelka. I would like to think that a man of common sense, that a man with at least 110 IQ, that's all you'd need to know the rules on the sideline, would have been like, yo, we've had two incidents. At least one of those would have gone in Chelsea's direction. Andres Iniesta would have never had to beat Petr Cech in the 92nd minute. Michael Essien's goal stands as one of the greatest goals that's ever been scored in the semifinals of a Champions League. Chelsea go on to face Manchester United in the 2009 Champions League final. They win. Maybe we don't get the drug ball moment in 2012, but this is becoming Chelsea rant, and I apologize. It's revisionist history. But I'm saying, that game is probably the impetus, that's a writer word, of why I want replay. Ever since then, I used to be against it. I used to have your stance. Like, look, people are prone to error. It's what makes life what I mean, imperfection is what makes life interesting. Not when your team is robbed. But what if, Mona. what if you switch it and a bad decision makes your, your team win? Then what? Would you still complain? I don't think so. Because I, I'll tell you right now, if... In Niger- if Kaichi was, was 2,000 miles offside and scored the World Cup winning goal, you would not hear peep from me. I'd be like, that's it was a perfectly fine goal. Give us our World Cup. Thank you very much. Let's move on. Yeah, but see, like, if you played, I don't know, if, let's, let's make it reasonable. If they played in the Africa Cup of Nations against Uganda, for instance, mm. yeah. you would hear something from me. And you, oh, no, and, you, no. and, and, you, and you might be able to say, oh, there's more Nigerians than you are you get. And so if you cancel out, like, it's mathematics, more, there are more Nigerians no, no, no. than you get. I'll and say, so, I'll say, look, I'll so say our... my brother, man, um, <laughs> all, I, all I care about is that Nigeria have won. I could and I would be less. like, this is a disgrace. I would pull out the DDA Drogba line after that game. This is a disgrace. It's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> In his slippers, by the way, very African, very African. So. <laughs> I hate that night. That was the worst night of my life. It was worse than Moscow because something was stolen. Oh, when from John Cherry missed, when when he he slipped. 
Nicholas Anelka's penalty was worse than John Terry slipping. But I think it's time to end talking tactics, man. I'm getting depressed. We've been all over the place, man. Uh, <laughs> close this out, man. Man, guys, thanks for watching Talking Tactics. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. Please like and join and be listening by liking us on SoundCloud and following us on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes, on the iTunes store, so you can download us on podcasts if you've got an iPhone. Um, if you've got any questions whatsoever, you want to talk to us, any suggestions, tweet at us. We're, our Twitter is our most active thing. We, were, we also have a Facebook page as well, Talking Tactics Facebook page. And yeah, man, remember, please, 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 please like this um, podcast because the more likes we have, the more it will reach out to the millions and the millions of people out there. And remember, man, we do this stuff weekly. We shall be doing this week. I think this is the 12th or the 13th episode. 13, 13. Lucky, Lucky 13. Lucky 13, man. Lucky 13, we're still riding on through. So maybe for the 15th episode, we're going to do something special, get like a, a porn star or something. <laughs> no, it's just not, no, we need a female voice. We need a female voice that doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about. Oh, don't mean to be sexist. But yes, we definitely need a, um, yeah, let's get a, a, a female voice in there, you know, a voice of reason, as they say. Yeah. Um, and also, I think we might start posting two times a week. Double H and I are yet to work Ooh. out the details of, of um, what we're going to do. But just be on the lookout for that. Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football, not soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Network.